Hello. This is what we stream with Raf and Mike. Not what we know. binge because yeah, I was uh, I was almost gonna say that actually. Oh no, because uh, yeah, we don't binge anymore. I mean, is that a good thing, bad thing? You guys want us to binge? Is uh, I mean, do you still binge I don't care watch? What, or? I uh, not as much. Uh, I think much the last right time now. I binged, last time I binged was that you know Korean uh, Netflix zombie high school show. Yeah, uh, all of us are dead. That's the last thing I binged. I, I no, 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 no. Sorry, uh, Vikings Valhalla was the last thing I binged. Yeah, what was the last thing I binged? Uh, probably Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. I just watched the finale. Uh, it was uh, basically the Mandalorian season. There were like what three episodes that had to do with Boba Fett, and yeah. then it was just like the Mandalorian season three, without yeah. calling themselves that. So yeah, yeah. Let, let's call it Mandalorian season two point five. Uh, like jackass and, uh, 2.5 yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh <laughs> all right thing is what's really weird today is like just to like um you know what uh, I, I like uh, goofy humor silly things uh and then <laughs> and uh I, I tried yeah that's the the our best like you know south park mickey mouse impression that was supposed <laughs> to be goofy <laughs> that was supposed to be Jerk. goofy okay uh, you asked the whole can we say asshole? Yeah, we said fuck already. Say yes. asshole, yeah. Yes. I mean, kids we're, we're explicit. We're explicit. Uh, and according to our numbers, no one below 18 listens to us. So it's good. I don't think any of them have a reason to. Should we yeah. get more a younger crowd? Should we start talking about like Roblox and I don't know. I don't know. We, could, start, we could actually create a new game on Roblox. Like there wasn't there something this week about a girl being like stalked by a guy through Roblox or I mean that's always happened something like, crazy happening like that I mean that always happens with all these like metaverse stuff even like when we were kids they had like Hobble Hotel and they had um RuneScape and all of those and like yeah it's gonna happen so, yeah. so yeah. like so, what, what, yeah, yeah. I, kind of, I, mean, I totally lost track of what I was saying. Oh, no, so she got, goofy, you mentioned, you mentioned that she got stacked, yeah, yeah. she got stalked, stacked, stalked. Anyway, goofy. She is, uh, I'm not sure, thing is, I, I can't remember, maybe more might have happened to her, I, I don't know, but uh, uh, yeah, that was weird. But yeah, goofy movies, but nothing to do with the Disney goofy. <laughs> um, uh. Like, apparently Netflix thinks that uh, my taste in movies is, is uh, eclectic. So uh, they, I don't know if anybody else has this category in, in their Netflix uh, queue or whatever. Like the first time I've seen it today is like goofy movies is a new Netflix uh, like category that, that you can like, uh, and I actually got a weird anime, but it's, I think it's from China. It's not Japanese, it's Chinese. See, that's and, like, uh, that's and actually where the everyone has magic powers. But then, like, you see people on a plane, but actually the plane is an enchanted giant sword that's flying through the sky. So just to tell you, like, how, I guess, uh, original it is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, everything functions through sword magic for some reason. Yeah. Like, people are riding swords, like skateboards. Uh, but, you know, I digress. Uh, it's uh, what are we actually talking about today? <laughs> I'm actually looking for I don't have that category. Yeah, it's the first I've been, time I've seen it. I was like, that's oh, like specifically what I look even, for when I go on Netflix. Even the, the Netflix thinks stuff. I'm weird. Like even Netflix thinks I'm weird. And uh, that's why, like, they think I'm so weird that they that I need my own 
you know, uh, banner of movies, like my own type of movies for Netflix. I want goofy uh, movies. <laughs> I, want... <laughs> I can't find it. That's that's movies. what I look for. That's that's what I look for when I go on Netflix, and I can't find any. It's like the good, like goofy yeah, stuff. But oh, uh, this looks good. What, uh, what are you looking at? Oh no, I'm I'm distracted now. I haven't I haven't logged into Netflix in a long time, so I'm getting suggested mm. all this stuff like that wasn't here before because yeah. in the top 10 movies you have the first one is weakened away the second one is Medea holding a shotgun <laughs> that is funny um three and four i'm surprised is shrek and shrek 2 yeah i, I would have thought this was the goofy section if like i didn't see okay. the top 10 movies because all of right. these choices are just very eclectic anyway um well, yeah. the big news this week is the Batman, but we're, we're not actually going to talk about the new movie, the Batman, until it streams, which I think it starts streaming on HBO Max on April 19th, I think, mm-hmm. uh, from what I saw on the internet. Since this is what we stream, we're going to talk about all the other movies about Batman that you can stream. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've wanted to do this for a while. I, I honestly always wanted an excuse to, like, just rank the batman movies or just like go over the history of them or so because mm-hmm. there was one i just saw recently that i'm like i needed i need to talk about it one way or another but we'll get there please no um okay i in terms of rankings i, I think the obvious uh ones that i like the most that would rank my list are the the nolan movies but that's no big surprise to anybody i think but uh yeah i don't know the thing is like there have been how how many batman have there been there there, there's like without counting pat pat battinson uh batmaninson uh but uh you know ben affleck batflick uh (laughs) christian bale george clooney we're talking about live action right yeah val Val kilmer Kilmer, michael keaton uh, michael adam west adam west do we want and to go back like into the 30s serials? There's like a 1930s one. Uh, I can't remember that, but that was like more of a TV show. Like, let's, I guess, stick it, stick to the uh, movies. Because yeah, like we'll there was an Adam with... West movie. Yeah. I mean, for now, we'll just stick to everything that shark, came out yeah. from like Michael Keaton on. Because like everything mm-hmm. before that was like a Batman, like goof fest. It was before yeah. he was like. When he had uh, his shark spray yeah it was just <laughs> goofy yeah <laughs> he maced a shark uh, yes because how else do you do it <laughs> but that was like my first contact with batman actually was like the old like my, my parents had the old like um, vhs uh which was new at the time i guess but uh because i'm old but um you know not that old actually it's like the today is the birthday of one of my uh best friends that i've known for forever so happy birthday to to you pierre uh, who lives uh, back in switzerland he's also a 30 uh but um so yeah michael keaton i think before michael keaton's bat like tim burton's batman um there were like i guess it was like two types of batman right so you had the batman in the comics that was pretty gritty and dark and then you had the 1960s like adam west thing yeah that was campy and he just went out to dance in nightclubs for some reason 
Uh, dude, dude, my dad loves that scene. I did power it. and stuff like that. You know, I didn't, I didn't know until a few weeks ago because uh, the whole Batman sixty show is on Tubi. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that my dad could like pinpoint exactly when Adam West would start like doing that disco dance yeah, the, thing the finger the, yeah the finger thing because he was like yeah. trying to gather everybody together like he's gonna do it and then he did like the thing with his eyes and he's like oh see see that's why i like batman he's cool superman was you know dorky <laughs> and at the end of the day like we we try to overcomplicate things but that's why batman kind of worked over superman for generations and generations because yeah. i yeah, think cool. he, he, he was cool and it's like yeah. he always kind of he was Pepsi. He got along with the times. And like what I was thinking about this the other day, because like Batman wasn't always the most popular DC character. But I think because he spent a long time not being the most popular, like DC and filmmakers and whoever got a hold of the license got to play around with Batman a lot. Like if you think about yeah. it, like especially DC. A lot of people didn't really play around with Superman, you know, changing the origins, the look, the tone, this or that. Batman, whether or not it worked, it was goofy. It was dark. It made money in some stuff. It lost money in some stuff. But it like there's a different idea of what Batman could be to a lot of people. And Superman just never got to that point. Mm-hmm. It always has to be this yeah. stoic guy, you know. Yeah, well, it's like uh, Batman. I mean, Superman's boring uh, yeah. as a character. Mm-hmm. He's uh, there. I mean, there are there are never any stakes when you think about it, which yeah. is why so many filmmakers have had such like such a hard time making Superman more interesting than Batman. It's yeah. just like whatever happens to Superman, like he's gonna survive because like you know he's super powered yeah. and he's Superman, and uh, you know except if. Uh, you know, you have some kryptonite or something. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. The thing is, like, it's also, it's hard to, ju- like, Batman is so easy to get behind as a character. Because, like, you you kind of, like, when you were a kid and you see, like, Batman, like, Bruce Wayne's parents getting shot and killed, you're like, oh, wow, that would be horrible. And, right. uh, you know, that happened to me, right? Uh, I mean, what happened to Superman as a baby isn't great. But yeah. it's kind of less relatable. Yeah. You know, oh, my planet exploded. Like that hasn't happened uh, yet. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's sort of like, uh, um, you know, there's so much that, and also, I mean, he's rich, he has cars, he has a cool car, he has a cool yeah. costume, he's, he's scary. Things like yeah. the only thing that makes Batman, I mean, Superman scary is that he's super powered, but you know that he's a good guy. So he's never really going to hurt you beyond, you know, unless you're talking about the, you know, injustice type stories where Batman, I mean, Superman turns rogue. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Batman is like, he's the smartest guy, the richest, the buffest, and he doesn't have powers, but you know, you, but he's like vengeance, which is like yeah. super, which it all, I guess that, that's what they talk about. It. They kept talking about that in the trailers for the new movie. It's like, it's... Oh, hello, Vengeance. Oh, so that's his <laughs> name that now. His name, yeah. Vengeance. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, so forgive me if I'm making too much fun of about you know about uh, the 2022 version of Batman that I haven't seen yet. But I've heard is is pretty good. Uh, yeah. But um, I mean, there's so many different ways that you could make fun of the different Batman iterations. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people made fun of 
the obvious one is George Clooney, which right. even he himself says like is the worst movies he's ever been in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, bat nipples for you people who, uh, you know, <laughs> what, when did that ever make any sense? Like, Hey, I'm going to have some armor. Let's add some nipples for like, you well, know, the thing is like the Batman movies, whatever the Batman movies started getting more like funny and self-referential referential as time went on. I mean, that's why they had to reboot it completely with Christopher Nolan, but starting with, um, the Michael Keaton Batman. Yes. Like, the Michael Keaton Batman, like with Tim Burton directing, was, I guess, one of the first instances where a superhero was taken seriously. Like, I don't want to say it's one of the first because Superman, the first one was Christopher Reeve, was like the only movie that was able to make Superman work. But after that, like when you started to get into like the superheroes that only had one or two powers or didn't have powers, it was hard, but... Uh, Tim Burton was able to make that work and then from then on that created like a framework for the rest of the movies that came after so Tim Burton I think gets a lot of credit for how superhero movies are Mm -hmm. like him and Sam Raimi all the ways like they're the ones that like maybe it's because they did horror I don't know if that plays into it but um the I actually just saw uh Batman Returns recently and mm-hmm. that is officially my new favorite Batman movie mm. because it was darker than I expected. I did not expect uh, the penguin to bite somebody's ear off or make oh, many, many references yeah. to like screwing women because he's like felt, you know, unpowerful and stuff. I was like, okay, they went there, but it was a little like Lego Batman in a way that it was, a, it was very like, tongue-in-cheek about batman like there was a whole scene and i I never knew a scene like this existed already where they were like is it batman or the batman the batman like why is it what is he about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then at the end um with christopher walken doing an impersonation of himself throughout the whole movie (laughs) like like he when um he couldn't figure out like why bruce Wayne, like like basically batman's mask came off and he's like Bruce Wayne, why are you just like Batman or whatever? And then Michelle Pfeiffer is like, it's because he is Batman, you idiot. And I'm like, that it was like I didn't know a scene like that already existed in a Batman movie. So it was like, I think from then on, it all I feel yeah. like that movie gave the courage to Joel Schumacher to just like completely, you know, intentionally or not intentionally, just parody Batman. But Batman Returns had like the perfect mix of dark and detective, but at, all, at the same time, like taking risks and like being a little like tongue in cheek. I don't know. I forgot. Like I, I saw an out like uh, a clip the other day of one of Penguin's, I guess, most uh, uh, creepy moments. Well, I think he's running for mayor, right? In that right. movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but, you know, and then he puts like his, uh, I guess his political pin or something on, on a woman's uh, chest. Yeah. And then you can see him linger like, yeah, let's get that on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, creepy, <laughs> creepy DeVito. <laughs> I think it's just funny because it's like, it's Danny yeah. DeVito. <laughs> it's like Danny like, DeVito. I mean, he should have get away with it because he's Danny DeVito, but we're talking, this is, Uncle, this is Uncle Frank yeah. here. So, I mean, like, this is, let's get it on. It's like, yeah, let's put that on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, like, 
you know, Mr. Oh, uh, what was that TV show where they like catch a predator or something? It's like, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, the Chris Hansen uh, show. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Hansen show, like uh, the 1990s version of uh, like the Die DeVito uh, penguin should be on, on their list of you know next TV shows. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but they like went there a lot, and it was like close to a rated R. Like I, I remember hearing that McDonald's actually dropped their partnership with um with tim burton and with warner brothers because of that mm -hmm. movie and at first i was like oh they were probably like overreacting but when i actually saw the movie i'm like there was stuff in that that i don't even think a movie now could get away yeah. with like just how creepy and the imagery and you know full-on biting off somebody's yeah. ear not like blowing it up with a bomb yeah, or something yeah. it's, i'm like oh, okay <laughs> It's like, even like, like you see Catwoman's transformation, right? I mean, from just being Selena Kyle to becoming Catwoman, right? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Doesn't she get like bit by cats or something? Oh, no. Yeah. She she, like gets, she gets thrown on, out like, of the window yeah. by Christopher Walken. Like, get out of here. And just like throws her out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like so casual. It's like, you know, it's like, you get out of here through the window now. And then <laughs> you just like pushes michelle pfeiffer i'm so bummed i had a list of lines that he said in that movie that i wanted to practice because it was just so funny. bruce why are you dressed as batman and you know and they're like is it the batman i don't want to offend anyone you know but oh yeah and when catwoman dies from getting thrown out she actually is like a full pale dead body on the ground for a while before the cats right. like save her life right. or whatever happens. So uh, the, uh, the magical cats, the, the, magical, the, the jellical cats, the jellical cats. <laughs> from, from oh, cats. You know, they, they did a little dance number to bring her back to life. Let's yeah, get through the heavy side <laughs> layer, Selena. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I was always surprised that that movie had like a bigger budget because it felt like a smaller, more personal movie like this entire movie takes place in like one corner of gotham it's not like the first one right. how like they go on the streets and in the middle of the city and have a parade it's literally like one corner of the city like the entire like time sewer yeah. yeah i think all the all the budget went to the like the animatronic penguins or, yeah. or i guess the real life penguins like the you know the remote controlled penguins yeah uh, <laughs> the rockets and the little things i it's like a little penguin circus like yeah and none of that yeah, was in i remember the seeing that yeah i remember seeing that as a kid it was so weird uh i remember thinking as a child oh this is weird and when you're a kid like you're more open to this to like different you know new kind of yeah. over the top kind of stuff i was like no 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 thank you no yeah i, I didn't like it when i was a kid <laughs> that's why i never made it a like point to really watch the movie until yeah. now and then i'm like oh that's like, oh. not the main Thing of this, this is movie the main is thing the, yeah. the whole like red like you know um you know like those barbershop colors you know with the band or, the or something that's thing, like yeah. The, yeah the twirly thing like you know that's all the rockets look like that or something it's like yeah <laughs> it looks like the rocket from jackass basically <laughs> yeah yeah exactly anyway but, uh... um i mean I guess, yeah, you're right. I think it opened kind of a can of worms into goofiness for the other movies. But like they, I guess because Batman 2 or Batman Returns didn't have as much success as they wanted. Like yeah. that's why they kind of, like, do you hear, do you see the story about how like Tim Burton was kind of like into, 
they they sort of said like oh well uh you don't have to do the third batman it was kind of like they were you know surreptitiously saying like we don't want you to be on the next batman thing but they didn't want to say it outright i think it's like well so wait so why did they give him superman (laughs) why did they why did they give him superman with nicholas cage maybe they never had the intention of they never did it in the end right so no they just hey why don't you do uh, superman Uh, (laughs) maybe maybe they just made it up just to keep him like busy yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and then we're like oh sorry no more budget sorry Sorry, joel schumacher is always is already doing the velcam they saw they saw mullet and nicholas cage in the suit and they're like wait you took this seriously okay get get the fuck out of here get get out (laughs) what about nick cage for like bizarro batman i mean superman sorry i I, I would like that Like, you know, Henry Cavill is the normal Superman, and then you have like Nick Cage as Bizarro. Die. Like, Die. Die. <laughs> it's like we will face off each other. <laughs> Where's my pig? Where's my pig, Superman? <laughs> I need my truffles. Uh, but <laughs> But let's move on to the even goofier. Like I think, well, Val Kilmer's Batman was actually I kind of liked Val Kilmer as Batman, to be honest. Yeah, I th- I just think Jim Carrey was a bit too over the top. But I, I thought, thought Jim Carrey was perfect for the Riddler because there was really no other interpretation of the Riddler yeah. at the time except yeah. for what Jim Carrey did. I did not like the interpretation of Two Face though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like they both tried to, it seems like they both tried to do a Joker version of their characters. Right. So it was like uh, <clears throat> Two Face. I actually like Two Face, but maybe it's just because I like Tommy Lee Jones as an actor. But um, like, I like the idea of just having Two Face in the movie. But then, like, when I watched, when I watched it again last year, uh, after maybe, you know, 15 years of not seeing that movie, I was like, uh-uh. he's like, uh, yeah. it's a bit too joker is like yeah it's time to have fun bullshit up <laughs> you know yeah and uh jim carrey was kind of like he was doing the mask version of uh the riddler yeah with a bit of joker thrown in <laughs> i'm <So> batman like, <laughs> but i'm <laughs> you know it has a whole like face tear yeah. thing at some point yeah which i was like why am i why are they showing us to kids again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he fit Robotnik. Yeah, he had to wait, what yeah. is it, like 40 years into his career for like uh, the perfect role. So, <laughs> no, Dr. Definitely. Eggman, Robotnik. Yeah. But like Val Kilmer, wasn't that? Oh, yeah. The thing is, they introduced, uh, I guess, the first live action Robin, except for the one from the 1960s or 70s, like the Adam West Robin. Yeah, uh, but I can't remember the the actor's name. Uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was like the yeah, you know, he was like an older. I, I actually respect the choice of not making, not choosing like a child actor or like a teenager for Robin right. in that yeah. movie, because then it kind of gets annoying pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, I was like jippery jeepers batman what's happening (laughs) and you're like um i mean i'm not saying that the i think the the old robin from the you know adam west tv show he was already an adult at that point right i mean (laughs) just a young guy i mean i feel uh, like you could make like a kid batman work now because like now mm -hmm. we're jumping over to marvel robin yeah it's like if we jump over to marvel we have like you know ms marvel coming up we have 
you know, mm-hmm. their version of Spider-Man. We have Sony's version of like Miles Morales. It's like this idea of like the kid, I want to jump in. Hey guys, version of a superhero is like, mm-hmm. like I could see a version of that Robin working now, but at the time it's like, like as goofy as it was, you needed something that was somewhat believable. So it's yeah. not believable to have like a 10 year old with like no powers basically doing things almost as well as Batman. <laughs> no, definitely. But I, I don't know. I think there's like, there used to be this image of, oh, well, whoever, and it's something that I think I've kept in mind for like forever is that, yeah, when you have a kid superhero, they're obviously annoying. But then you yeah. look at, you know, Miles Morales, who was like a really cool character, yeah. or I mean, even the the newest uh, Peter Parker. I mean, the mm-hmm. first movie, he's supposed to be a teenager, even though he was already like 20 or something. Yeah. But uh, it's just like, I think we've passed the time of having an annoying teenager as a superhero. Yeah. And now teenagers are seen as being more mature, I guess, or we have a more mature idea of teenagers, if that makes any sense. But it's like, yeah. it doesn't seem to me like we're going to have or I don't think anyone wants a superhero sidekick who's like a jeepers Batman. Let's go, mm. yeah. you know, or, uh, Oh, it's like, it's gosh, like to me, um, Iron Man. <laughs> to me, um, Hawkeye was like the TV show was like the perfect way yeah. of if they were ever going to do Batman and Robin again, mm-hmm. that, that, that was like, they, they did it, but they used Hawkeye and yeah. Kate Bishop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kate Bishop is already, she's supposed to be like college student age, right? So oh, yeah, 20 yeah. something. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe with um, uh, who's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie? Um, uh, American, America. America Gomez. America, America Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. America, is America Gomez. Chavez Gomez. Or Chavez. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. It's a new character. So America it's like, Chavez, yeah. it's going to yeah. be like the next captain or something yeah she she's like more of a teenager and i think and kamala khan uh you know ms marvel yeah um i think they're more teenager you know age bracket yeah so i'm I'm kind of interested in seeing how they do that and uh but i mean obviously it's always like a like a a future superhero aspiring to like being a hero and looking at other people. I mean, oh, I want to be like you or something. Like, right. you know, the Kate Bishop type thing yeah. was like, oh, I'm a bit, I'm your biggest fan, Hawkeye. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they're not going to go the, you know, annoying uh, Robin route from some of the comics. And, you know, well, you, well, you know what I think? If what? rather than making the teenager annoying, you can just make the whole movie annoying and it'll fit the oh, character. So good segue. that plays into <laughs> <What a good laughs> segue. the next version of Joel Schumacher's neon lighted, <clears throat> goofy Blade Runner looking, <laughs> looking Robin. Movie. A movie that I loved so dearly as a kid until I found out that 40 year olds hated that movie. And then I tried yeah. to hate it. But it still has I a weird I actually showed this movie to friends when I was a kid and was so happy to show it to my friends. Like, hey, have you seen it? I have it on VHS. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, look at the movie. It's awesome. And then when you look at it again, it's like, I feel so filthy <laughs> <laughs> that I thought this was cool. <laughs> I mean, like, for me, it was one of those movies that was just always on in the background. Like, if a teacher wanted us to, like, shut up in class, like, that, it was that movie for some reason. 
Yeah. Later on, it became Tokyo Drift for one reason or another. But like, there was always a shut school. up. <laughs> I don't know. We, we had a lot of teachers that wanted us to shut up. That's what happened. No, no they used to give us like crosswords. What? Uh, <laughs> it was like, you must expand your vocabulary. Look at this crossword puzzle. Do it now. And uh, But I had another teacher who would do like... I guess like met, uh, what was like mindfulness. I was going to say mentalness, but mindfulness before mindfulness was the thing, I guess. And she would be like, I can see that you're all very excited from your gym class. Let's take a moment to, <laughs> you know, calm down. Oh, man. And they're like, okay. And then I always fell asleep every time. And then I wake up in a, a pool of my own uh, drool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the desk <laughs> i was like oh shit you know someone have a napkin uh tissues anybody <laughs> bring that energy down class bring, it, bring me clorox i must clean the table uh but um it sounds like the, the, yes. the teacher in happy gilmore that like painted her face anyway not yeah. happy gilmore billy madison the other one billy madison you remember anyway, the teacher in uh beavis and butthead you know with uh who no. had a song about about a certain seagull Oh, I don't. I don't remember the teacher at all. I just remember them getting kicked out. Well, he was class. like a hip, he was supposed to be like a hippie new age guy. He was like, Beavis, butthead, you guys have to calm down. <laughs> and it was always like stuff like that. But uh, I digress. So, um, Batman and, and uh, I was gonna say Batman Superman, Batman and Robin, <laughs> with uh, the inimitable Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, who was like. Uh, uh frosty you know or <laughs> dr dr freeze or mr freeze i i don't know what when you're telling me about how they were showing you that movie just to get you to get you guys to shut up like uh i'm just imagining like you, you look at mr freeze's minions we will put you in the fridge if you keep talking or whatever it's like louder jingle bells jingle bells i don't know why uh yeah which brings me back to another batman thing with you know jingle bells batman smells robin laid an egg i always wonder where that came from is that from 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 the the simpsons yeah 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 no it's from the animated uh tv show the batman animated tv show because like joker sings Uh, that when he tries to take over christmas with a uh, rocket with a christmas tree rocket or something okay Uh, yeah with uh you know mark hamill does like you know hams it up and goes like uh you know jingle bells batman smells robin laid an egg you know it's actually not bad that's not bad. Oh, thank you. Uh, but uh, I'm trying to kickstart my voiceover career on this podcast. <laughs> As am I. That's why we're doing this. I can't make any other voices other than this and maybe, maybe not Christopher Batman? Walken. Without Batman, crime has no punchline. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I think... I think the reason why I liked, or one of the reasons why I liked that movie back in the day is because I, I was, you know, becoming a young man. And I saw Uma Thurman who was very, uh, you know, explicit in, in this movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was. She uh, actually had her bright whole, intentions. Like, yeah. 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 With her whole like poisonous lips thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was so, like, fun. so funny. Every time she came on, they played that like old cartoon, like yeah, sultry yeah. music. The dirty, yeah, it was like, and it was like, like with the saxophone hey or something. It's like, yeah, it's like, hello. I remember the only <laughs> scene movie for kids. The only scene that I consistently thought was cool was I remember there was like a street race with like Batgirl and 
somebody else, but like Robin ended up being there one way or another. But uh, that was like yeah. the one scene that I thought was like cool. Yeah. The rest, I was I like, uh, I don't know. You know, but, I think the most confusing part of that movie is the gorilla scene where uh, there, there's, a, you know, someone in a gorilla Oh, yeah, suit. when um, she's the gorilla. Uh, probably like the, the most confusing part of the movie for, you know, young people going through puberty is probably <laughs> Like, do I like gorillas now? Is that what's happening? It's like, what? <laughs> Am I into gorillas? Like, uh you know that that was like uh what and and uh also the bat uh credit card uh that, that is also never leave home without that, it yeah that was yeah oh i never leave home without it it's it's mastercard now that uh, i think know, about it a, i don't know you know how we were talking about how batman returns was like christopher walken being like extra christopher walken christopher walken yeah i wonder if they learned the wrong lessons for batman and robin and asked arnold schwarzenegger to like be extra yeah. him be extra yeah be extra <laughs> arnold and uh, like half of the lines i know from Arnold Schwarzenegger comes from that allow movie. me to break the ice yeah <laughs> the <laughs> ice age what killed the dinosaurs like what killed the dinosaurs it wasn't the, the ice meteorite. Age. it was the ice age i always like i'm sure that that was like adr later on because there's kind of like microphone static i feel like when he says that which is probably what people are hearing now when i'm doing well, i mean age. like did they really uh, like pay attention to this movie being like smoothly done after a while? I don't think so. Like, really, <laughs> I think the, the main focus of this movie, and I was actually talking about this movie to my brother yesterday on the phone. I was yeah. like, "This was just a huge cash grab for toy companies," and they they came up with like five different suits for every character yeah. to be like, "Oh, well, this is when." Uh, like Batman is at the beginning of the movie. This is his ice suit. This is his night suit. And this is his yeah. day suit, you know, or like yeah. this is the one where he has ice skates, yeah. you know, or, oh, and this is his Batmobile. This is the Bat skating mobile. And, it's uh, like whatever. after that, they realize if you want to make a toy out of a movie, it doesn't necessarily have to be stuff from the movie. And like, well, we can get into that when we get in, when we get to the Dark Knight. But I'm like, yeah. Like after a while, I noticed if I like ever was like in a toy store or something or like at Target, um, yeah. they started make. They, there was a time in the two thousands where they just gave up on making toys that actually yeah. had to do with the movie and just had the movie logo on it and said like, "Here's Batman with an ice armor thing." Yeah. Nothing to do with the movie, but here you go. <laughs> I have to say, uh, on a more somber note. Um, I actually really thought that the ending was pretty heart, you know, uh, what's the word, uh, you know, touching, Yeah. Uh, you know, when uh, I don't know, it's just like when I, I guess it's uh, Mr. Freeze has lost his freezing powers or something and like he's getting blasted by some satellite with the sun or some sun rays or whatever. And, uh, you know, he's like, I will save your wife or something. Like, you must help my wife. <laughs> and, you know, and I don't know, like I always, I always felt like empathetic towards Mr. Freeze in that moment because he is actually like, I will help your butler and you will help my wife. Cause like Alfred is apparently dying from something. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah. In the movie, which was, I think the only part that I felt like emotionally invested in. Yeah. Uh, everything else was like bing, bang, boom, uh, you know, silicone lips, um, <laughs> you know, which was, you know, the worst line ever uttered by uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the exact line. I was like, these lips are immune to your 
you know, I'm in, I'm immune to your lips or something. It yeah, was, I forgot how was like, he became wow. immune, but it just ha- <laughs> because happened. He, because he had like silicone, like he put some silicone on his lips or something. So because whenever he kissed her, I, why am I making sense of this? But uh, <laughs> whenever, because like she kisses men and then they're, you know, uh, bewitched by her because of her plant spores that go through her lips or something. And the fact that he has like silica, uh, like a layer of silicone that looks more like Vaseline or something on his lips (laughs) that he's immune to. It's like, yes, these lips are immune to your charms or some bullshit like that. And I was like, even as a kid, I was like, that is so such bullshit. Stupid. This is so stupid. (laughs) And then she gets eaten by her own plants for some reason. I, yeah, there came a point when I was like, I was like, Oh, I think they were just trying to close the movie as, at, at a certain point. They were just trying to like yeah. end it. She's supposed to control her plants. Like that's her thing. <laughs> I guess like, oh, did. well, I guess, I guess Robin's immune now. So we have to do what he says. Like we're plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Man. So after that train wreck of movie, even though it yeah. probably sold a bunch of toys, mm-hmm. but um, I, I can't remember if I bought any of those toys. Toys. I think I may have bought some of those. As well, a kid. after that movie, it took seven years for the next reboot, which is like forever yeah, in 2005. like. Yeah, that's like I forever think. in like modern Millions. times for like movies for the next reboot. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Ve- I was kind of apprehensive about the 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 new Batman at that time, which was yeah. Batman Begins. And I was like, well, why? Because the trailer was, they didn't really show the actor because Christian Bale wasn't as famous at the time. Right. And uh, so they just, I remember the teaser was essentially him opening a um, um, a cupboard or something. And then right. it was one of those like samurai, like cupboards made for samurai armor. Right. But instead of the samurai armor, it was like his bat suit. Yeah. And I was like, why is this kind of, why are they mixing, you know, samurai yeah. stuff with batman and at the time i was like hmm we'll see thing is after seven years after the joel schumacher movie i was like i had grown up to realize that that was shit and uh you know and then i was like uh next batman movie we'll see we'll see and then i actually saw it with my brother um and i was totally blown away by like I think before Batman Begins, my favorite movie, my favorite Batman movie was Batman, like the Tim Burton one right. uh, with Michael Keaton. And, but then like the fighting of that movie isn't great. And you can tell that the suit was, you know, cumbersome. Like, it's yeah. just like, he can't turn his head. I mean, he can't turn his head either in the Batman Begins, but he's a lot more, you know, uh, I can't remember the fighting style that they that they used. It was kind of like a Spanish street fighting style that was like a mixed martial arts type thing. Yeah, where he uses his elbows <laughs> mostly. Oh yeah, and and uh, I can't remember. I have to fi- I have to find the name, but uh, it was just like a, re- a revelation because you're like, oh, this is more like gritty street fighter type stuff, and Batman is actually really scary. Yeah, like, he was more of it was more like what if. Gotham, you know, is a horror set, and the and the monster is Batman. Essentially, yeah. it was really cool to see that from the point of view of the criminals, which I don't think was the case before that movie. Like we never saw that. Yeah, 
I mean, the Batman Begins actual movie has become like a comfort movie for me over time mm-hmm. because like the movie that came after, like The Dark Knight, that's a movie that I need to sit and watch and that movie. Like I need to like pay attention to it. But Batman Begins over time became like a comfort movie. But the one thing I always remember from Batman Begins was like the marketing campaign, like what you said with the teaser, because um, mm-hmm. when I look back on it, I kind of miss that era of treating movies like events. Or even as how the movie was being marketed. Because like you said, the entire teaser didn't feel like a Batman movie until he opens like the closet. Because you got to think mm-hmm. of the movies that were around at the time. It was a lot more adventure movies. There, was, there were some superhero movies, but it was a lot more like adventure movies, action movies, very grounded movies. It was a time where the word gritty and live action were like hand in hand. Like you couldn't make a somewhat unrealistic or heightened reality live action movie without being accused of being like cheesy or corny. Like mm-hmm. they, they mentioned that at the time it was like, like, I guess uh, when, when they talk about like post nine 11 and the two thousands and stuff, um, there's a lot more like people look a lot more for like escapism now, but at the time people wanted movies that started from where they are like where they felt and what they're seeing in their everyday life so anything that looked as real as possible was real was good and then at Mm -hmm. the end of the teaser once you show the suit and you show just the bat symbol which barely looked like a bat symbol like yeah and and, and it didn't look like anything yeah yeah, and below it said summer 2005 you kind of had to guess what it was too it's like you had to question yourself it's like is this batman is this Batman? it didn't have like the curved wings really batman like- <laughs> yeah it looked like a like an airline logo with like some bat features possibly in it and i was like yeah. it was like this isn't what i think it is and then at the end when you see batmanbegins.com or batmanbeginsmovie.com it's like all right this is batman yeah. but after that movie came out uh they decided to just go bigger and just even more just throw away any sort of corny comic booky things as what they thought at the time. They just decided to throw it out the window and just make the dark night, which, mm-hmm. you know, in the best way is basically heat with superhero characters. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um, the dark night is probably the best movie of the Nolan trilogy. I mean, not probably definitely. Yeah. Um, it was something that, as a teenager at the time was like, again, like another revelation. Like there were two movies I was upset, obsessed about that year or those couple of years was uh, Dark Knight. And I think Watchmen, I think came out around that time. Yeah, because uh, um, 2008 was Dark Knight and Watchmen, I think was 2009. Something like, yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember like, you know, the year after, or let's say the Halloween after the Dark Knight came out, like every nerdy guy would dress up as the joker like heath ledger heath ledger's joker yeah and uh like and still today i think for many people like his version of the joker is like one of the definitive ones yeah even though like mark hamill was a great joker in the animated tv show and the video game like the arkham games yeah um and i mean uh joaquin phoenix also like his joker is pretty Mm -hmm. amazing although we ne- we never saw his version of the Joker with the Batman as the Batman like we see Kid Bruce Wayne, yeah. but uh, 
like it was just amazing to see you know like christian bale his like his nemesis like the batman is super overpowered he's super muscular he has a lot of money he can pay all the gadgets that he wants but he can't you know defeat this man who doesn't care about any of that and he just wants to blow shit up yeah and and, uh you know be a force of anarchy and show people for who they are like there are a lot of like you know fan theories about who Heath Ledger's Joker really is or like what a history is like yeah. a lot of people think he's a veteran yeah uh, I remember the ex-marine why, one was you know, possible was was pop- yeah he was an ex-marine and and uh I, I kind of buy that yeah I have to say that is probably my favorite uh fan theory yeah and I noticed that like in society yeah like and I noticed that everything that came from the Batman Begins and the Dark Knight um a lot of elements of those carried on to future adaptations of Batman. Like, I, I think I, I think there was an adaptation. I, I can't really figure it out. But I think the idea of him, you know, being that kind of force of nature. I don't know if they ever adapted him being like an ex-Marine or something, but they should. Um, but it's like how future adaptations, you know, built on Michael Caine's idea of making Alfred like, somebody who was like ex-military from england oh, yeah, yeah yeah and like every yeah. single alfred after that was like yeah it was like a, yeah, a bad like, yeah. like ex uh vet you know like a veteran from the uk or like some sas type stuff yeah yeah uh, but um i mean have you seen the um uh the the dc tv show about alfred when he's young it's like yeah. a rev re- it's like a revised a reimagined history of the uk which i think is to the detriment of the TV show. Just, yeah. what, what's his name? Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pennyworth is uh, the name of the thing. It's sort of like, oh yeah, what if England still like you know, uh, beheaded people on TV in public or something, and they had like, yeah. you know, they, they have some pretty gruesome things in that TV show. And I'm like, well, why didn't they just set it in the real you know 1960s yeah. and just have that be like the thriller thing? Because that's the most interesting part of the TV show. But you know, we're here to talk about Batman. But, uh, you know, Batman, but I, I like Pennyworth, but I think there are some things that they did from the beginning that kind of messed the show up a little, a little bit. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're talking about Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael well, I mean, Caine. like, uh, before we, before we run out of time, I kind of want to get to Michael Caine. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I want to sure. get into, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the third, the dark uh, night rises. Oh yeah. yeah. Which I, I will say the, the Bane voice became more popular it's in pop culture best. than the Joker. The Joker was known for yeah. the performance. Bane was just known for the freaking voice. Cause yeah, like, yeah. and by the way, like the voice came about was because, um, Tom Hardy's original voice, like nobody could hear him. So in my head, Tom Hardy got like sarcastic with it. And when he like recorded his lines again, he just really opened it and then they used it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he kind of sounds like, he kind of sounds like Scooby-Doo sometimes. uh, Because when that IMAX scene was released, I remember his, his line was like, I have a shoe darkner, the darkness, whatever. And it was yeah, like, yeah, he was yeah. like, I didn't see darkness from the lower man. And yeah. they were like, what? Say it again. And he got so irritated. He just like went full on. I didn't see the light. The love was a man. 
like Adam yeah. Sandler, and then they just said, "Yeah, we're gonna go with that." <laughs> no, like the the line that was in trailer in the trailer that I didn't understand was like in the movie when he says, uh, "You know, when Gotham lies in ashes, you have my permission to die," you know, or something like that. Oh. It's like when Gotham lies in what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, but uh, I I think Bane is probably the character that i've quoted the most in my life yeah uh like um with a friend of mine like a friend of mine his favorite character was the joker so he kept quoting the joker at me and i would quote bane back at him so it would always be like yes you think the darkness is your ally you know and stuff like that but the best way to do the bane voice is to get a mug and speak into the mug and uh, do that yeah yeah well, I think yeah, it was honest like, trailers yeah. that said yeah, um, <laughs> there the was <laughs> I think it was honest trailers that said like watch Tom Hardy do his best Adam Sandler impersonation and right after that <laughs> it was the part when he went Gotham is yours and like Gotham <laughs> is like, yours well, I mean like please. the Dark Knight Rises wasn't a bad movie but it was like it, 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 it did feel like it was the weaker out of the three and like at the time, like I was super into movie news. Like, I don't know yeah. why, like as a kid, like I always really got into like the making of movies. So I know going into watching The Dark Knight Rises that the theme of Batman Begins was fear. And that yeah. theme basically drove the whole thing. And the theme of The Dark Knight was escalation. Like Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan said both himself. I was like, the first one was fear. How do you overcome fear? What is fear? And then the second movie was all about like how do things escalate? Do do things always escalate? What what causes it and all of that? The Dark Knight Rises was the first one that didn't have a theme, so I think it really played into like how the movie came out because it had elements of like anarchy and like you know how people yeah. react to hard times. And there is some stuff in that movie that you know came true in real life, but in terms of the craft of the movie, it was like not it was not as good as the first two well i think like i have to um, you know i am not judging by the the craft but um let's say the order the way i would order the movies from my favorite to the least favorite and they're all really good i actually like the dark knight first then dark knight rises and batman Uh begins is actually my least favorite of the three but Mm. it's just like I feel like um, it's as it felt as if they jumped, um, you know, the story in Dark Knight Rises uh, connects directly to the first one where yeah. it's like, well, Rachel Ghoul, blah, 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 Rachel Ghoul's daughter, Talia, et cetera, et cetera, League of Shadows. So it's sort of like you had League of Shadows, that whole thing in the first and third movie. And then the second one was its own kind of dark night thing yeah but um i think like the fact that uh he fledger died after filming dark knight i think derailed a definitely derailed a bunch of plans that christopher nolan had for the third movie because right. i feel like he he had the first movie that established the world of uh, you know batman and batman begins and it's much more burton-esque the first one when you look at it like it's it feels more made up because there's like an island that's separated from everything else and whatever and some of the pipes or the architecture is is a bit weird Mm -hmm. uh and when you look at dark knight it 
it all looks like Chicago, you know, it, yeah. most <laughs> half of it is only Chicago, but it all yeah. looks like an average city that you'd see in the US. Right. Without weird architecture, you know, yeah, thrown in. Without Gotham y stuff. Without around. the Gothic stuff put, yeah. uh, put around there. And Dark Knight Rises, I just liked it because I think, well, it's very quotable. I think in terms of the story, uh, yeah, it's probably a bit weaker than the other two, but it's so much fun to, to watch. And uh, the, the one thing that I think is lame in the movie is, uh, I mean, the twist that everyone saw coming, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, Joseph Gordon-Robin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the twist that everyone saw coming. I think another twist uh, that wasn't really a twist is, you know, Talia al Ghul. Um, oh yeah you know yeah and uh i think actually the lamest thing isn't necessarily the the gordon levitt thing it's how talia dies and it's just down to the acting on that day i think it's just like yes you will not diffuse the bomb you know (laughs) (laughs) people have made fun of that death for like since this came out right and it's just like (laughs) you're like am i Marion Cotillard is like a great actress. Like she is super talented. And then you see that lame hey. death in that movie. <laughs> you know? Doesn't you she know, get stabbed uh, and she just talks like a lot more and she's like, Gotham will be yeah. Well, the thing is like she she comes out of nowhere and then stabs Batman in the ribs is like, you know, the the pay, the most painful <laughs> knife is the one that waits. You know, and and uh, I mean that wasn't bad, but it's just like the death's like, yes, shoot him, shoot him, and then like uh, she actually dies from a truck accident, like because like the truck falls down. Or, right. Like, I think she could have survived that if she had her seatbelt on. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> it, it's just you know that part of the movie I thought was very convenient. Yeah. Um, and then um, you know the whole like nuclear bomb explodes and then Batman like you know autopilot thing. Uh, how far away could he have been to to survive that? I guess or like did he plan it all along for the whole <laughs> thing? Um, no one will no one will ever know. But it's sort of I think I I like Dark Knight Rises because it's so watchable. Yeah, and I can just put it on and be like, oh yeah. You know, oh, the fire rises. And, yeah, and, just kind of uh, go with it. Yeah, yeah, just kind of go with it. I think Batman Begins. Uh, I, I they're all very watchable movies, which is kind of like, you know, even though they're action packed, I think once you've seen them a couple of times, you're like, oh yeah, I know what's happening. It's fine. Yeah, and uh, you know, kind of wears off. So uh, let's talk about the latest Batman. Actually, uh, I mean, before Battenson. Actually, yeah, you before, want to say something. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. About yeah, we'll, we'll just go quickly through it. Oh, you want to talk about Batflick? Yeah, let's just talk about real Batflick quick. real quick because um, he is important and he is kind of the interpretation of Batman that I wish, you know, had a few more movies or had a few. Because mm-hmm. I, we've all, we always went back into time to see like a Batman that just started Batman in the middle of his career, like a younger Batman. And I always wanted to see the grizzled Batman that just doesn't yeah. give a bleep anymore whatever we say yeah. it doesn't give a fuck anymore so I, I, I said <laughs> a lot of uh, the the s word or the f word anyway well. batflick <laughs> was sure. like old yeah. batman that didn't give a fuck he was he he was clint eastwood he was like sylvester stallone in the latest rambo he was yeah. you know like i think josh brolin was in the running for it and it was like if you imagine that as a batman 
like I like yeah. the fact that in his movies, or at least in Batman versus Superman, he did kill people and like really didn't care because that was the whole yeah. shtick of him was that like I and I wanted to see that go more because it's like I want to see older superheroes. I want to see there there's been so much origin stories and so much in the middle of their career stories, but you don't see the old end of their career tired, doesn't care anymore. Like Logan was probably the best one that actually mm. went there. But yeah, other than that, there's just too much obsession with like youth when there's so much stories about being old, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was always a big fan of the, um, what was that the, the Frank Miller comics uh, yeah. where he does like the dark Knight comics where he's, older and grizzled and which is what like Zack Snyder based a lot of what he did with Batman, like with bat flick on uh, was the Frank Miller version of Batman. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of like, I think for me, bat flick was like the biggest surprise out of all those movies. Cause when they announced it, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a huge uh, Affleck fan. Uh, Although I think he's a, he's a great director and I'd say he he's, done some some good acting work but i think he's actually better as a director for many reasons but yeah. uh you know when they announced him as batman i was like what seriously the Gili guy you know yeah. <laughs> it's like you know that guy you know i was like come on you know and i was like well why don't they get someone who's a bit less famous because like everyone knows ben affleck and All that right. was sort of like the 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 gripes that uh, that i had uh, about him and then yeah. when Batman versus Superman came out, I was like, he's actually the best part of this movie. Yeah. And, you know, everything I thought I took it back because I was like, oh, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. And, and better than, um, but I think I really like Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he had, maybe it's like studio interference or something, or just like the creative direction that they took Superman yeah. in. But I think they could have done so much better with Superman without him making him a mopey, uh you know for lack of a better word uh you know mopey mope face i don't know mope face, uh, <laughs> mope face man uh who's just like eh, well i can't you know do this because like uh powers and uh people can't discover those like why would he let his dad die in a tornado just to hide his powers even though his dad wants him to do that like that's not technically the story of a superhero although we're talking about batman why are we talking about superman sorry but uh i think what was cool about ben affleck's batman is also he's he's also kind of a player like there are scenes where you know he wakes up and he's playing you know his alter ego is like this you know uh rich playboy right and he actually does some rich playboy stuff even though we don't see him you know uh we only see him in action like at that party where he meets uh wonder woman and everything but I think that was a cool little change that they did because I think that the Christian Bale version of Batman was like, yeah, he lo- he plays the part, but you don't really know if he's, um, you know, uh, what what he does with all these uh, uh, women that he goes out with, to, or is he like he's a or in gaming terms, is he a simp for Rachel? Uh, <laughs> which I, I guess he is. He's he's a simp, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, do you want to define what simp is? I, I, I don't have a definition, but. Uh... Uh, in meme talk, you know what a simp is. Simple person, simple minded, simple. No, you guys know. Well, he's a guy. No, he's a guy who, who uh, is uh, obsessed with uh, um, a woman and Very would woman. do anything for, for, for her. Because whatever he's a simple it is, man. because he's a simple man. I guess. Is is that why it's simple? I, I actually like have no way. I actually have no idea. No, it's not, dude. You're insulting half of meme culture right now. Uger, please be mad at us and listen to our podcast. Okay, anyway, <laughs> anyway, while he's doing that, uh, we're gonna fast forward through Justice League. Uh, we're gonna fast forward through Lego Batman movie, even though I thought that was like a pretty funny parody of Batman. And I think we'll just cut to. The current Batman we have now, which we still need to see the yes, movie. Okay. It usually okay, simp, according to vrchatlegends.fandom.com. It usually it is usually used as an insult to describe a guy behind uh, being infatuated by a girl who is underserving of such attention. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that she's undeserving of, of that attention, but she's definitely into Harvey Dent and not into Bruce Wayne anymore after yes. a while before she yeah. dies yeah uh but uh yeah so batflick um well we're gonna see him in the flash he's not he's not dead yet um, oh 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 yeah he's gonna be there and michael and keaton michael both. keaton as well yeah yeah ah all right so like uh batflick best version of batflick is probably i would say like justice league the long cut i think is my favorite version of batflick probably yeah uh, because a lot of Batman versus Superman doesn't really make a lot of sense in terms of like, oh, we're enemies. Oh, no, we're friends now. Oh, no. Oh, your mom is called Martha. I will save her because my mom was called Martha as well. And that's why I'm not killing you anymore. Uh, you know. <laughs> you could have done that better. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did you say that name? It's like, that's his mom. <gasps> he has a mom? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was an alien who was born in a pod of like some cloning pod, like, you know, Palpatine or, you know, what's his name? Snoke. <laughs> Why did you say Martha? Why did you say Martha? Jesus, Why did you say that name? And uh, what's weird is actually the, the um, who plays uh, Martha Kent? She actually, what's funny is that Ben Affleck saves her, you know, in that movie. Yeah. And what's interesting is that in a movie that they were in like a couple of years before that, or a few years before that, they were actually like love interests. So it's kind of weird to see that, you know, because, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Martha Kent, who played Martha Kent, famous actor. Uh, Martha uh, Kent was uh, uh, Diane, one of the Dianes. Diane Lane. Diane Lane, one of the Dianes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, like... I don't know what the age difference is, but she, you know, it's like, you know, Aunt May, where they make her progressively younger through each iteration of, of Spider-Man. Yeah, this time they made like, They Martha try to Kent make Martha Kent old. hotter. Like oh, hotter, hotter but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they try to make Diane Lane look old, but she's like, she looks young. I just hope at some point they have Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne as Batman some point yeah, once they have that TV. once they have that i'll be happy since batflex is going to come back anyway but then like uh we'll see in the flash because that's part of flashpoint flashpoint so, yeah flashpoint flashpoint, flashpoint. Boom, boom, boom. anyway uh 2022 2022 <laughs> <laughs> the batman all right, robert pattinson uh Bat pattinson yeah uh, 
Rebecca. Everything, every rumor I'm hearing about this movie, I want to see if it's true. From the Eternals guy, maybe, maybe not being the Joker, to you know, why is this thing going to be three hours? To is he getting a new suit at the end? And mm-hmm. is Battinson bringing over his like emo performance from uh, Twilight yeah. over, or has okay, he well, completely mm-hmm. grown out of that and he is now yeah. Mr. Lighthouse Artur? Yeah. Like, one question that, that they yeah. asked Robert Pattinson in one of his interviews after the movie, because the movie started showing like on Tuesday. Yeah. So they, they were interviewing Robert Pattinson and they're like, is your Batman a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't seen the movie. So I'm guessing depending on his behavior on the movie that gave people the impression that he was a virgin. Uh, I mean, I guess I, didn't I, I wouldn't be surprised because this version is supposed he, to be, he was so into he was so into his like, mission. Yeah, like, so much into his mission that he doesn't play the, the playboy yet. Or I guess yeah. he's like, he's one year into being Batman or two years yeah. in the movie. Uh, so he hasn't like, you know, figured out the whole like alter ego, like, oh, this is what I should, instead of looking like a mopey, you know, uh, emo guy in public, I should only look emo when I'm Batman. And uh, look like a playboy when I'm, you know, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, after how many Batman, uh, Batmans, Batman. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A lot. A few. Uh, at least five or six. Uh, at yeah. George Wine, I can't count anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go have another beer. And in, uh, at this time, I think uh, I think we're good. So, Do we run out of time? Are we uh, over? Yeah. <laughs> we are over. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe should we, should maybe we ever... put uh, yeah the the Joker you know Christmas song as a. <laughs> if we can get the is, is, is it copyright <laughs> is it copyrighted? Does it matter? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, so no, I don't know, but. <laughs> Anyway, Raph, where can they find yes. us? Uh, you guys can find us on the internet, uh, social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook at what we stream. That's at what we stream. And uh, we are on all the podcasting platforms that you've heard of, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Audible, et cetera, et cetera, Pocket Cast, uh, Republic uh, Overcast, I think as well. Uh, you'll find us anywhere you look for us. And uh, yeah. Where can you email? Where can they email us actually? Oh, what we stream podcast at gmail.com. What we stream podcast at gmail.com. And also, we're on Breaker, Spreaker, iHeart. I don't know. We're in a lot of places. Overcast. That was the other one I was trying to think of. But yeah. We're contagious because we're everywhere. I don't know. I don't. We'll cut that out. No, we won't. Peace. (laughs) Peace.